Drill, baby, drill. He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. America, stay out the bushes. Stay out the bushes. Jet is a mess. And welcome to a Friday, October 21st. October 21st episode of The Elephants in the Room. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's 10 days from Halloween. 10 days from Halloween. Which means it's like 66 days until Christmas or something. It's close. Which that's wild. They're real close. Well, I mean, Target already switched over. Yeah, Target was like Thanksgiving. What's that? No. Also, yeah, I mean, it was Halloween is over. Yeah. I mean, we well, walked in. It was basically like Halloween's over. It's Christmas time. To be fair, I feel like they sold out of their stuff early. Okay, there's nothing there. The stores are empty. I mean, supply chain, obviously... Supply chain crisis is real and spectacular still because there is the, the, the shelves are barren still a lot of the times. Just with a lot of chachis, knickknacks, you know, <laughs> stuff that uh, stuff that you put up. We uh, still got a few more decorations that I gonna, thought would be easy to put in. And then I forgot that the desert is basically a brick wall. So it's a little hard to put things in the ground. We'll get it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We have to, we, 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 we now live in a neighborhood, and, and generally speaking, the places that we've lived haven't been the most festive for yeah. holidays. Yeah, not that's the just how, That's just how it is. That's not attacking any of these places, because some of the places that we've lived have been, you know, are absolutely beautiful during the holidays. And I mean, especially I think about Old Town Alexandria, King oh, Street, yeah. walking down King Street. The lights, walking the city does King, the lights well. Walking down King Street. At like on a Friday night in December is just wonderful. Ducking to Murphy's, have a Guinness, you know. Well, I don't that's know what, about a Guinness, but or whatever. But anyways, anywho. But but yeah, and Dover was gorgeous. Small town, New Hampshire. But anyways, um, this episode is going to be light. It's going to be sweet because there's not a ton that is changing day over day other than things just keep looking better and better for Republicans. Well, we were mentioning, so we took a walk in the neighborhood today Mm -hmm. and we were just talking about how Arizona does signs really well. Yes. And there are new signs. Yes. We've got new signs. There's new signs up um, attacking Mark Kelly. I saw three distinct ones today. One is Mark Kelly votes with Joe Biden 94% of the time. Joe Biden plus Mark Kelly equals higher gas prices. And then the last one that I saw was, oh, Mark Kelly voted to hire 87,000 new IRS agents. And these are big signs. I mean, you cannot miss them. These are well-made signs. There's a great contrast between the background and the letter. So you could, you could be blind as a bat and 
Let me tell you, if you've ever driven around Arizona and especially in the Phoenix area, it seems like everyone is blind as a bat while they're driving because the driving maneuvers that you see around here are truly stunning. We saw one today walking home that was, I mean, it was almost like this person was trying to cause an accident. It was like, let me see if I can cause an accident. Let me see if I can deliberately slam my car into another person like Bubba Wallace did to Kyle Larson in Las Vegas this past weekend, got him a nice, uh, got him a nice suspension. Um, but, um, um, but we're seeing that. And then, you know, we put on the TV and we're, we're flipping back between the football game tonight and the, um, and the, the baseball game that I'm hate watching because I want both of those teams to lose. <laughs> And uh, I don't know why I'm, like, rooting for Phillies teams this year. I like the, the Philly team this year. I like the Phillies to come out nationally. I'd like to see them win the World Series. And I like the Eagles this year. I'd like, I guess I want to see Buffalo win the World Series more. So, but that's neither here nor there. But anyway, so we're getting, we're getting smacked with the local ads. And one thing that I just – one thing that I love about negative ads is that a lot of the times – they serve the purpose of kind of energizing the other side inadvertently, right? You know, you think you're making an attack ad, and you know, you're obviously, when you're making these attack ads, you're going after such a small sliver of the population that you're, you, you really don't think about, you know, what it's going to do to someone who's already made up their mind, right? But it's kind of funny when I watch these attack ads against Blake Masters, who I wasn't particularly enthusiastic about that he became the nominee, simply because he seemed to have not a a great temperament to go after someone who is, you know, the safe backbencher choice. Well, luckily for us, Mark Kelly looked like he was about to pee down his leg the entire time in the debate, and all Blake Masters had to do was ask him the questions that the moderator was never going to ask him. And um, it was a masterful performance, master, masterful performance. And um, I really do think it's helped him in the polls a lot. And today we saw that Real Clear Politics moved Arizona from toss-up or Democrat to likely Republican. That is wild. It's absolutely wild. It's absolutely nuts. If you lived here, living here, people who live here know there is there is a, there is is at least a an outside of the margin of error gap between Blake Masters and Carrie Lake. And it was one of those things that's been basically explained as, hey, look, um, Carrie Lake was a television anchor here for 27 years. People invited her there into, her into their homes every night that name recognition carries something you know blake and blake masters kind of came off as a little bit of a jerk during the republican primary so people weren't enthusiastic about him but now that gap is nothing there's nothing between masters and kelly and if there's nothing in the polling between a democrat and a republican as we've learned over the past several election cycles the republican is going to be in a better spot the Republican is likely to win. You can add at least a point or two to, to Republican numbers in polling nationwide. It's a very easy thing to do. Um, you know, this, this, this has been established. But back to the point that I was making, so we see this negative ad against Blake Masters, who's now the betting favorite That's to so take the wild. Senate seat. And it's like, Blake Masters wants to privatize Social Security. And the first words out of my mouth were, Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> well, 
What's really interesting, and y- you could see it in the debate, was um, I think it was Kelly or the moderator, can't remember, they kind of working in cahoots, of trying to nail him down on some of his previous comments on mm-hmm. making abortion like completely illegal and taking away Social Security. And he basically said, which is what makes sense, like in his heart of hearts, does he want abortion to be completely illegal and social security to be privatized? Of course. Mm-hmm. But does he know practically that's not what his constituents want as a majority? And mm-hmm. so he's willing to do what the will of the people want, like yep. on his side, obviously. Yeah. Yes. So it's like, yes. Okay. That's just like me. Like, yeah. Do I think abortion at all stages, except in the cases of like rape and incest should be illegal? Yeah. Do I realize that that's not the majority of the country? And if I want to run for political office, that's not what the stance you need to take. Yeah. Yeah. He's practical. Well, that goes back to the, exactly, it goes back to the point, and it's something that you have to recognize where when you're talking about these large moral issues, abortion being one of the biggest, you know, crime being another, making something illegal or getting rid of something doesn't just get rid of that act. Yeah, and that's the thing with abortion. The only way that you're going to get rid of abortion in this country is if you truly change people's hearts around the topic. You have to change your hearts and mind. You have to change your hearts around it. You have to change the culture in this country if you want to do large things like that. Enacting laws, as, as you know, like fetal heartbeat laws, they're great. That's something I would vote for a hundred times out of a hundred. But Blake, like you said, Blake Masters did a really good thing. Just said, "Hey, look, you know, that's my stance." But I also know that in Arizona, it's fifteen weeks. People in Arizona find fifteen weeks. I'm fine with fifteen weeks federally. I'm fine with what the people of Arizona want. It's a good answer. Um, and and Mark Kelly had no answer on the abortion issue because he didn't want to come off. He didn't want to admit what he believes, which is that there should be, you should be able to get an abortion for any reason at any point in the pregnancy, period, end of sentence. It's a completely barbaric, savage way of looking at human life. Well, he, they don't believe it's life. Well, I mean, that's, I mean that's, that's the big thing. They don't, you're right, they don't believe it's life. They believe it's an inconvenience that causes you to have economic stress. That's right. The Stacey Abrams take. You know, we need abortions to fight inflation. You know, you're not going to you're not going to suffer from high baby formula costs if you just abort the kid. Save you money. Just kill a kid. It's not that big of a deal. Right? As you were saying as you were saying on the walk home, you know, it's the hysterical thing that these these are the people who will tie themselves to a tree, you know, in a rainstorm. Right. To save to save a to save a tree, yet they have no hesitation slaughtering a viable child. I mean, no hesitation. No. Kind of excited about the prospect of it. Yep. That's who we're up against, right? Remember that. Remember, this is like one of those things, and especially during this time of the year. Depending on where you live in the country, chances are you're going to have to vote for someone that you only agree with on maybe 70% of the issues. 75, 80, maybe it's 65. You know, in New Hampshire, where, where I used to live, you know, it's a coin, it's, you, you don't know. You don't, you didn't know, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you weren't always going to get the standing athwart history yelling stop conservative. You were probably going to get a Scott Brown, right, in Massachusetts. A, a Sununu, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes you got to deal with a Scott Brown. Sometimes you got to have a Sununu because they're at least 
going to be better on some things than the Democrat. <laughs> Just remember that, folks. The time for infighting is well over. Now that everyone's paying attention, the time for infighting is over. Anyone, anyone on our side who's attacking the Republican right now has to, you know, has to be has to be called out for it. Um, but but that's that's really the exciting news uh, for today um, that 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 I saw as it pertains to the election. And there's just things, you know, I mean, everything is just leaning towards the Republicans. Everything that we see in the news, it's really wonderful. And today we got the true treat of seeing Joe Biden campaign with John Fetterman in Pennsylvania. Oh, Yes. Well, they could both um, bond over not being medically sound. Yep. Um, How did that go? It uh, goes poorly. Well, let's see. Um, Well, not according to the newspaper, because I'm sure they covered, but. Well, so this is great. Rolling Stone referred to Giselle Fetterman as the de facto candidate this past weekend, and Joe Biden appeared to degree. Joe Biden to John Fetterman's wife today. You're going to be a great lady in the Senate. Oh, my goodness. Um, it was really just one of those typical, I would just suggest uh, Hot Air has a great write-up about it. It's titled, The Biden-Fetterman Rally is Every Bit as Coherent as You'd Imagine. Um, the clips are just fantastic. I mean, these are two people who really, I mean, there's one guy who can't communicate with other humans. And then there's another guy who just doesn't even know where he is. (laughs) I mean, unless the secret service tells him where to go. I mean, this guy is just walking to a wall repeatedly like a broken robot, you know, um, like, like a broken Roomba. Boom, 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 boom. So I would definitely suggest going to check that out if you're in the, uh, if you're in the need for something funny, um, if we make our way down south, we're seeing um, Herschel Walker continue to pick up momentum, momentum, and momentum um, because, shockingly, and I don't want to ruin your faith in, you know, some of these Democrats who uh, carry around the title Reverend. Oh, boy. You know, Reverend Al Sharpton and Reverend Jesse Jackson, who we've spoken about on the show, two of America's foremost con men. Well, it turns out Reverend Senator Raphael Warnick can add himself to the name. This is a man who collects a, a $200,000, over $200,000 Senate salary. He also gets over hundred grand, being, you know, head, head pastor of his church. His church also... Plus all churches pay. Plus their- he gets a $7,000 housing allowance. Naturally, seven thousand from, from the church. Seven thousand from the church a month. Seven thousand from the church a month, on top of the salary. So he gets dose salary. So he's collecting two hundred from from the taxpayer. Two hundred, two hundred from the flock. Wow. And his church happens to run some affordable housing. Okay. Well, guess what the church does if you're not able to meet the rent. Uh oh. Yeah, Something that's not very Christian. Yeah, that's right. You you're you you better throw on those sandals and hit the dusty trail because there's no room at the end, Mary. Oh boy. Get out. <laughs> so they've been evicting people. <laughs> Think about that. Think about this. You are a pastor running a church, collecting money from the flock to live 
a what we would call a 1% lifestyle. If you're making over $400,000 in America, congratulations, you are part of the 1%. Raphael Warnock, Reverend Warnock, is part of the 1%. Good for him. He's found success in America. Now, I'm not going to... Now, I'm not going to um, sit here and question the man's um, faith or beliefs. I'm just going to simply point to the man's actions. This is a man that runs a church whose charitable organ, whose charitable arm evicts people from affordable housing who are unable to pay rent. Yeesh. It's not a good look. It's not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, we always like, you know, we always make the joke that Jesus saves, but the tax man collects. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you, it turns out that that Pastor Warnock also evicts. <laughs> Could you? Could you imagine? Could you imagine getting home from church on Sunday? There's a note at the door. While you were away, <laughs> we noticed you slipped a couple bills into the into the uh, into the basket we were passing around, but you didn't slip any bills into the to the rent envelope. We're gonna need to rectify that situation by removing you in 48 hours. Have a blessed day. Yikes. <laughs> you know, folks, sometimes actions, well, actions always speak louder than words, but sometimes actions are just so absolutely deafening. That's just really the only thing you kind of need to point out to people, right? Oh, hey, look. His church evicts people. Done. Finished. I had a food story earlier that I wanted to talk about. Oh yeah? But now I can't find it. I forgot to um, save I forgot to save some of the links. I saw that you printed out an article, which okay, boomer. Uh was that something you wanted to talk about? <laughs> Um, no, I need to read that article. We, we might, I don't know. I, I just need you to of, explain of, to listener why you decided that that needed to be printed versus every other article you've read on your computer or iPad. Okay. So, um, when I was working in radio, uh, we printed out everything. Wow. You tree killers. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I am like, I am the john wayne gacy of trees (laughs) and so but anyways and i just mean stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks of paper and so i would um when i would go home at the end of the day i would take out all of the stories that i printed out after the show to comb through on my train ride home so that i could start putting together the next day's show you know, what's going to go in the A block, what's going to go in the B block, C block, D block, mm. hour one, two, three. You know, what do we want to end? What do we think we can get get people involved in? What would be good to try to get? Or maybe, hey, this is something that might be good for Friday. I'm going to try to get a guest for this stuff like that. You know, so it's just my way of like keeper, throw out, keeper, throw out, keeper, throw out. You know, to have that pile and I could write my notes and what I want. You know, guest, question mark, underline certain things, highlight the key graphs that I'd want to read on the show and whatnot. And um, and so I I 
I like to, when I want to sit down and read something, I like to print it out in physical copy and be able to make notes. And there is an article going around the conservative blogosphere, Twitter sphere, social media sphere, whatever it is these days, um, about it's time for us. It was at the Federalist. It was written at the Federalist. It was called, it's time for conservatives to stop calling themselves conservative. And I only read the first page, but the, uh, the general gist of it is, what are we attempting to conserve or preserve? You know, a mm. Western society has essentially collapsed in and on itself the family is dead what is it we're doing here? you know basically yeah like what are we doing here what are we trying to conserve you know why are we you know like there's no history to stand athwart history just bulldozed right over us and now we've now men can get pregnant <laughs> and <laughs> i mean that's the gist of it um and so i i i i, I it's it's one of those things where that's where I would have, it's an article that maybe, I don't, I we would probably have the author on as a guest on the show. Because it's a, it's an interesting topic to discuss, I think with, with people that, like, uh, with like a group of people you know that have the same beliefs. If everyone read the article, it would be a really good like book group. I was going to say book group. Chat. You know, in, and it was compared to today, and the reason why, of of all the articles that I read, this one I did take the time to figure out how to print out, uh, was that it was compared to the Flight 93 uh, piece uh, that by Michael Anton from 2016, the Flight 93 election piece that Rush Limbaugh read on his show and uh, really was... The the I would argue was was the the opinion piece of the 2016 election I would say at the end of the day was the flight 93 election piece that that set the tone um and that's kind of and, and honestly that piece has set the tone for American politics for the past six years of a each side is all in every election is you know this is the most important election of our lifetime ha 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 that joke we all make but no longer it's a joke that anyone laughs at now it's really i mean every day in arizona you put on you read the newspaper here and it's you know so and so is a threat to democracy people are a threat to democracy republicans are a threat to democracy the fact of the matter is the only person in arizona who's a threat to democracy is katie hobbs whose only job is to make sure that the elections go smoothly and she couldn't even get the flipping ballots printed correctly that's incompetency that's incompetency that is disqualifying that is an actual, that is not a partisan issue. That is a, hey, this is the most important part of your job, and you screwed it up. And now you want a more important job when you couldn't do this one right? That's not partisan. That is taking an objective look at someone's qualifications for a position and giving them a pass or fail grade on it. Katie Hobbs failed at her job as Arizona Secretary of State because she has introduced questions into the legitimacy of this election because she was unable to do the simplest thing ever, which was make sure all of the candidates were on the ballot. Yep. It's as it's as simple it's as simple as as, as two plus two equals four. You don't need to overthink this one, folks. 
if you can't do your job now, what makes you think you're going to do a better job at a more complicated in a more complicated position? All right. All right. Food. Food. Do you have food? Are you hungry? Um, I feel pretty satisfied actually because we had some tacos and they were delicious. Um, trying to think we already did favorite Halloween candy, right? Or maybe we're going to save that for Halloween. They were saving it for Halloween. Okay, we're going to save it for Halloween. Um, I did get a new pumpkin beer to try today. Oh, we fancy. Yeah. A nitro one. Oh yeah. A nitro stout, a coffee pumpkin nitro stout. We may have already done a variation of this, but we could try it. Um, what's a dish that you think you make better than any restaurant? Like if you were to go to a restaurant and you saw a dish that you make frequently and you were like, nah, I make it better. I'm not going to bother. All right. So I'll say, oof. Um, I think if I, if, 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 if I was to pick one thing, I would just simply call up my dad and go, just send me your shepherd's pie recipe. I just make my dad's shepherd's pie recipe, and that's better than any shepherd's pie I'll ever get at a restaurant. Okay, so I'm going to throw out, this could be controversial, but the lobster rolls we used to make in New Hampshire, Mm. I think are better than any lobster roll in a store. And that is because we just got super fresh lobster, steamed it, I put nothing on Mm. it, and just buttered a hot dog bun. And it was phenomenal. No mayonnaise, yep. no salad, nothing. Just straight up plain. You can't get that anywhere. They always want to put something in it. Don't put something in it. Exactly. And butter and toast the bun. Yep. That's it. My mom makes a mean lasagna. Mm. I've never had a better lasagna than my mom's. It's high so price. I, so yeah, so I, I'd have to, I would just call, I would call up each of my parents and just be like, I need a shepherd's pie recipe, I need a lasagna recipe. So you, so you would never, well... See, I was thinking like it, you would just never order it, but we can, oh. we can do the, uh, you just make, you just make it better, but you would still what order would it I, What else. would I never order? Well, I mean like, I mean like, so Buffalo wings would fall into that example. Restaurants not going to make a wing better than I can. Yeah. They're just not. They're not going to make a wing better than I can. When I pull out my deep fryer and make a proper wing, it's not going to be done Even better. Duffs? Well, okay. Duffs soupy hots. Mm. Original Duffs, you go to the original Duffs, you get them hot, they come in the soupy hot sauce. Um, can you explain for listener what you're talking about? In case they've I never mean, been to No, they need to experience. They need to experience. Then go okay, to well, upstate New York. This is a establishment. It's one of the most beautiful parts of the country. If you've never been to upstate New York, go visit upstate New York. I it's meant gorgeous. explain where it is in the background it's in of it. Buffalo. <laughs> Isn't it really in Williamsville? Yeah. Yeah. The original, Do they have one in Buffalo? Duffs? Yeah, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. But I mean, the original one was, was it technically in Buffalo? Maybe. We'll have to Google it. But anyway. Duff's Wings. That's it. That's hot. what it is. Duff's Wings, hot. Done. Finished. And it's, yeah, but but that, so, so like, okay, you can't t- top Duff's Wings. But, like, yeah, I mean, it's, but we never go out. See, this is the issue that we ran into is that, Typically speaking, so let's say like Chinese food. We want to order Chinese food. Well, we've got a beef with broccoli recipe. Like, is if I ordered beef with broccoli at a Chinese food restaurant, would it be, would it be that much better than if we made well, it see, at home? I do like the food we make, but because the Chinese food just doesn't sit as well with me. Mm-hmm. So making it healthier, it's just easier. But we won't get into all that. Um, 
I think this is good. We can save the rest of these for next time. Popeye, oh, did you find something? Popeye's he famous Cajun-style turkey is back for its 21st year. Available for delivery, $95. What is it, like a deep-fried turkey or something? It's Cajun-style turkey marinated in Louisiana-style seasoning, slow-roasted, like, and flash-fried for a crispy coating. There it is, flash-fried. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this has been going on since 2001. I know they did it, but I thought it was like not a consistent thing. I thought it was like it came in and came back, kind of like the McRib. Mm. All righty. We'll see y'all on Monday. Well, like I always say, you're not going to see us here and hear us. All right. Drill, baby, drill. He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. Stay out the bushes. Jet is a mess. <laughs> <laughs>